unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. Welcome back to the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. David, how are you doing today? I'm good, Nathan. How are you? I am good, and I've been waiting on pins and needles to conclude last week's episode. Sometimes we batch record. Sometimes we actually have to wait a week to get the second half of the episode. That's that's unfortunately the situation that we were in this week, but we do have the return of a fantastic guest and the conclusion of a fantastic episode. So I'm going to hand it over to you, David. Okay, sounds good. As, as you mentioned, Nathan, we're back with top copywriter Mike Pavlish for part two of his in-depth information on video sales letters that sell like crazy. And Mike should know he's written dozens of VSLs that have brought in $10 million or more each. In fact, over the last 30 years, Mike's copy has brought in three quarters of a billion dollars in sales and his work is still bringing in the big bucks today. I want to share something with you from last week because it's well worth repeating. High-powered entrepreneur Alvin Wang says this, we've tested Mike Pavlish's copy against five other A-list copywriters, including many of the top names in the world of sales letters and VSLs. Mike's copy has won every single time. For us, Mike Mike Pavlish has been the Steph Curry of copywriters, but Mike may be an even better teacher than Steph. I know I learned a lot from him last week and have even used some of it for VSL between then and now. So now I'd like to give you something you can use every day. Copy is powerful. You're responsible for how you use what you hear on this podcast. And most of the time, common sense is all you need. But if you make extreme claims and or if you're writing copy for offers in highly regulated industries like health, finance, and business opportunity, you may want to get a legal review before you publish the copy. My larger clients do this all the time. Mike, thanks. Thanks for coming back again. And before we dig in to the six more keys that we have about VSLs, let's do a lightning quick review. I'll do it of what you covered last week. You gave us some great tips for doing research on a winning VSL. You told us about the four types of VSLs, how to use each one, and you described the complete package of what you need to make your lead capture and hold your prospect's attention. Today, I think we're gonna start with opening story. Is that right for your third key? Hi, David. Yeah, after the lead, After the the lead, the benefit, promise, curiosity, differentiation, and proof, the best way to start any any sales letter or VS any VSL or sales letter copies pretty much the same is the proven the proven structure of the story arc, which is who is sending you this, who's the author of this VSL. And what is their story? What is their background that has to relate to what they're going to be talking about? Like, why do they know the truth about this subject? Why can they give you the benefit that you're seeking? You know, is it their experience in life or is it their training? If they have a 
a background as an expert because people like a person talking to them that has this background story. And that's the problem with most copywriting you see. It seems to just come from a corporation with no heart or soul or personal personal story to it. And it's just very boring and there's nothing really to to hang on to. So if somebody comes out and tells you, Hi, I'm, you know, Joe Jones and I I probably like you used to suffer from terrible heartburn, for example. You know, and I went through and I tried this and that and that and nothing worked and I had it for 10 years. But then I finally found a solution that I'd never heard of before that ended my heartburn. See, right away you have a bonding with the person reading it and it and it cuts through and exceeds and will outsell by far you know, 99% of the other VSLs out there that just have no personality to them. So you want the, the bio, yeah. bio. Let me make a couple comments about that. First of all, I agree with you, 100%. Secondly, I, I think there's two reasons why that works so good. One is the person will often identify with the, the, the person, and that creates a certain amount of trust and comfort. The other reason is it's more believable when they give you a backstory that shows the the search or the discovery or the aha moment they had and and that's the whole key right i mean once you can once you're believable it's a whole key to getting them to listen to you you obviously have to prove your case and and offer them something they want for um, a goal or a problem that they have but yeah and and you're right most most people do a half-assed job in this or just don't do it at all Right. I mean, ever since we were little kids, you know, our parents would be like, let me tell you a bedtime story. Like we we're hardwired, you know, go through back through civilization. We're hardwired to love stories and want to hear stories. So you know, the best way to sell somebody is basically in the story format. And also by telling them a story, you're building empathy with them like you like you suffered too, or you're an expert in the problem they're suffering from and how to solve it. And that's very important because it sets you apart from all the competing products out there. Right. I mean, in Silicon Valley or in the startup world, they talk about the barrier to entry. And there, and it's basically how can you set up a wall so that nobody else can, can encroach upon your turf? And there's no better barrier to entry than someone's unique personal story, right? I mean... Only one person can have that story. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, David, there's something I forgot from, from last week's episode. Okay. You know, a lot of people, especially high-functioning, busy people, probably the you know business owners watching this or the offer owners watching this, they're probably like a lot of them are maybe saying to themselves, I don't watch those damn VSLs, those long videos. You know, those aren't for me. I don't have time for that. So, you know, I don't want to try those. That's that's not going to work in my business. And the thing I always want to stress is this. You're not your customer. Just because you don't want, just because you don't like them. I don't care if you like them. I care if, you're, if your wife likes them, if your brother likes them, if your cousin likes them, if your customers like them. So just because you don't like something, don't extrapolate that out to mean that you shouldn't test a VSL, a well-written VSL. 
because they do work. They've worked for decades and decades now, and they usually blow away other ways of marketing. So you don't want to be narrow-minded and just think that you know it yeah. all because you don't like something that doesn't work. That's a really, really good point, and I've dealt with that myself. Their brains go very quickly. It seems like they're they're in a different lane. They're thinking faster, moving faster, deciding faster. But then, if they're a golfer, say, okay, have you ever watched have you ever watched a forty five minute YouTube video about a new golf club? Right. I mean, usually there's an example in their life of something that they are really concerned or obsessed about. But anyway, yeah, it's a, it's a good point. I'm glad you mentioned it. It's it's a real objection that a copywriter or is going to come up against and that a lot of people like you're talking about will make. And it's not necessarily a valid objection. Absolutely. I just wanted to throw that okay. out there. I forgot to mention that on the last uh, session. Okay. Do, do you want to, you know, one thing you have that I have never heard anyone else have that I think is so cool because it creates another barrier to entry. In fact, more than that, it, it kind of locks the customer out of other options and locks them in to your offer is your your two unique mechanisms. C could you talk about those? Right. If you look back at all the very successful sales letters and uh, VSLs, a very high percentage of them or the majority of them have a unique feature, a unique problem that they've brought out or a unique solution. And why is that so important and something we shouldn't gloss over? Because if you tell people something that they've already read and seen before and they already know about or they've already tried solutions for, they have no reason to buy your product. And if your solution is not different, is not positioned different than all the other products, like for what, what did I just mention, heartburn, I think, mm -hmm. they have no reason to try your product. So what you want to do to have a, you know, a, a VSL that can sell, you know, 10, 20, whatever million dollars of your product is to, in your research, come up and talking to your expert or formulator, come up with a unique reason why a person is suffering from, in this case, I brought up heartburn, that they haven't heard before, or talk about it in a different way, a different slant on it or something, you know, because that's what's going to keep their interest and keep them watching and say, oh, this is new. I haven't heard about this before. And a lot of times you can find this by just researching what have new studies found out about heartburn. You know, in other words, if you look on Science Daily, you're going to, every day there's going to be new studies posted. I think there's 10,000 new health studies a day posted all over the wow. world. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So if you really dig in on your research, you can find mm -hmm. a lot of, you can find a lot of health studies that will point out something that's a new cause of heartburn. So that's a unique mechanism of the problem, why a person's suffering from the problem. Then you come up with a unique solution too. A unique mechanism of solution. This does something that other things don't, or you say it in a different way. This does this. Because that way, they're not like, oh, I've tried that before, you know. So why should I buy it? There's no reason for me to buy it. But if you come up with a new slant on what your product does, how it works differently, you just bring up something that hasn't been talked about before. It may seem obvious to you, but the prospect probably hasn't heard about it before. 
Yeah, that's good, especially if the prospect is really frustrated. If they've tried a lot of things that haven't worked, and then they say, oh, well, yeah, maybe the things I did did not address this problem, or maybe didn't try to solve it this way. It, it really gives them an incentive to, to keep going and try the product. Yeah, it makes your, it makes your solution unique which is what people want. They want something that's new and different because by the time they come to you and look online or see an ad on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you're running email, they've probably tried many things to solve their problems before. They've probably been to the drugstore and tried Pepsid and uh, Rolaids and Tums and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So you, you've got to come up with a new something new and different and fresh. So that's what the research comes in. That's why you find, want to find a unique mechanism of the problem and a unique mechanism of the solution. So that's very important. Okay, good. So we've talked about the unique mechanism of the problem and the unique mechanism of the solution. What about the product and the offer? That's what comes next, right? Yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention one thing about the unique mechanism of the solution and, and, the, and the problem and solution, which is maybe one of the most important things, which is these, these tell the prospect why other things they've tried in the past have not worked before and why only your product or service will work for them because it's the only product that's going to solve this unique problem in other words do you need to say that explicitly in in your copy no you usually can't but you usually can't say that legally compliantly but you know it just reads that way it's specially designed to attack this part of the problem. Okay. And if it is the only one that's, you know, if it is unique, then you say it's unique, of course, but they haven't sure. heard about it before. So, you know, they can see why all the other things they've tried before didn't work because if true and usually is, the other things haven't attacked that the problem that way. Okay. That's really good. So, yeah, on the product and the offer, I'm just I'm free freestyling, freewheeling, talking about this here. A couple things that come to mind. My specialty is nutritional dietary supplements. One of the important things is to have ingredients, nutrients in your product that are different than other products. So you can talk about them as like your superstar ingredients. So your product formulation is important. Like what ingredients go into your product? your product name is important. You know, let's say we have a, uh, a heartburn product. We have to give it a good snazzy jazzy name. Then other things that are important, of course, we got pricing, you've got the value stack, you've got the free bonuses, the money back guarantee, the fast shipping, answer all the questions. So a lot of thought should go into what is the actual product, what's in it, the name of it, how do you present it, what do you, if any bonuses are you giving with it, how are you pricing it? And another thing you want to work on is what is your, are you offering any kind of a today only or the next 10 minutes discount or special? One of the things we always find with, with selling anything in direct response is if you don't get someone to order immediately, in almost all cases, they don't, they forget about it and put it off. So yeah. it's important to have the urgency somehow, either with a special or a deadline or something like that. It's very important. And the copy too. So those are just some of the things around the product and the offer. 
Okay, and that really transitions pretty nicely into the next to last part, which is urgency and average order value close, all the reasons to buy more now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tell people, look at it this way. Anytime you acquire a customer, it costs you something. It costs you, t- if you're doing your own blog, post content, post podcast, uh, whatever, it costs you time and time is money. Or you can run ads, paid ads, or, or email drops, affiliate marketing, and pay the commissions and stuff. So anytime you acquire a customer, it costs you money. And there's a big difference in how many customers you can acquire how fast based on your at what your sale amount is. In other words, if you're if it costs you an average of $50 to make a sale and you're only selling a product for $29, the math doesn't work very good, right? Right. Yeah. But if you make if it costs you $50 to make a sale and your average sale is $150 because you're getting people to buy more, you know, different, more quantity and more related products on the same order for the first order. Then you're in the catbird seat as far as being able to acquire more customers faster and paid media and other types of marketing, you can really grow your business and your and your income fast. So that's why it's so important to get your average order size high and get your and you have good upsells when someone orders your main product. I want to take a moment to point out how vitally important headlines are in copy. As you may already know, the strength of your headline accounts for up to 80 or even 90% of the effectiveness of your ad. Think about that. What if there were a way to shortcut the headline writing process and start a new headline based on a proven winner? Well, there is. It's all in my book called Advertising Headlines That Make You Rich. This book is available now on Amazon.com. Advertising Headlines That Make You Rich. What's unique about this book is it shows you exactly how to adapt a proven winner to your product or service because I show you 10 adaptations for each headline in different niches and explain the psychology of how to adapt a headline. Advertising headlines that make you rich in hard copy and Kindle formats on Amazon. Now, back to our show. I was just thinking about a client I have who's doing some almost Mike Pavlish level VSLs right now himself. And, you know, they're they're also supplements and you know, he he tells them, you've got to start with six. This is not going to work right away. But the difference is going to make is so huge that it's worth waiting six months or I'm, he says it better than that, of course. But yeah, I mean, are there other reasons you can give in supplements or in anything else to encourage people to buy more? I guess, you know, one obvious one is a quantity discount. Well, another one he's using is, you know, with some rare ingredients and with supply chain issues, you want to make sure you're going to be able to keep going. And we don't always have this in stock. Are there other things you can think of that you do that work like that? Yeah, sure. You want to tell people if it's true that sellouts and out of stocks are common and when they come back to reorder, product may be sold out and they have to wait and they'll lose their benefits and the problem will can come back of what they're you know trying to solve this is with supplements so your heartburn's going to come back and we might not have a new stock in for another month to so you know make sure you order plenty now 
you're still covered by this money back guarantee. So, you know, there's no risk, plus you'll save a lot of money. Also to get a higher order, I always suggest that people buy more, more units for their family and friends. You know, I'm sure you have family and friends that suffer from heartburn too, right? Yeah. So, you know, figure out, make sure you order a bottle for each one of them too. This can, you can be the hero and you can, you know, finally get them the heartburn relief they want to. In addition to that, you mentioned some good ones, which are the longer you take it, the better it works, the nutrients build up in your body more, which is almost always true with nutritional supplements. The more you order, the more you save and the supply chain crisis are good reasons to order more now. And of course, uh, people love to see that, you know, that savings, you know, like one bottle is $59 a bottle, three bottles is 49 a bottle and six bottles is $39 a bottle. And maybe some, sometimes too on the six month orders, we throw in free bonuses too, to get the high, the average order value higher. That's good. Now upsells is a little different sometimes. I mean, an upsell is not just an additional quantity. It's like, a different product or um, yes, a different version of the product or something like that? You want to talk about upsells? Right. Yeah. Well, the first upsell is usually more of what they just bought. In other words, if they bought three months, you off from a deal on another three months or something like that. So that that's usually, that always works great. After that, usually you want to sell them something that's either going to help them get the result that they're buying for faster or easier or related products that you think or your research tells you will help them that particular customer like best way to do this might be to just throw me out an example of a a type of product that's sold by direct response marketing and i'll give you some kind and i'll come up with some kind of upsells that i think would work good well you know last week we talked about the aerobi aeropress coffee maker yeah aero yeah I actually brought it here. It's dripping because I used it just before the call, AeroPress. So it's a, I don't know, $35 handheld coffee maker. Best one I've found. So you want to want to use that as an example? Yeah, that one's super easy. I mean, we sell them the AeroPress, right? The upsells could be gourmet coffee that we think goes great with the AeroPress. Coffee beans, sure. you know, either ground, either either whole beans or ground. I don't know the AeroPress at all, so I don't know what, at what stage it does coffee. Like, um, I know there's new coffee cups now that keep your coffee hot, like on a plate, so you don't have to keep microwaving it up and warming it up. Because the AeroPress yeah. is going to be, it's going to be a higher income person that wants something that will pay for upper scale things. So. Right there's a couple that come to mind. I would definitely sell that as a gift to other people. You know, put put in the names and addresses of other people you want to send this as a gift to. That's a that's a good upsell. Another good upsell would be you would make affiliate deals or join affiliate programs of all these coffee sampling clubs. Mm-hmm. Make a commission from that. Maybe there's a some kind of a coffee publication or newsletter that reviews coffee and coffee equipment exotic coffees yeah so you know that just top of my head but you can come up with tons of related back end and upsell sales for for any product and that's really the back end is really where the money is made i mean the aeropress is a one-time buy kind of until it breaks down yeah 
Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. Can, they last about three years. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But if you can take that customer and not just sell them a $35 product once, but monetize them, help them out with great products and sell them $200, $300, $500 worth of stuff over a year or whatever, that's yeah. a big difference in, in your business and your bottom line. I have a question yeah, real sure. quick. Since we're talking about VSLs and now we're talking about back-end or upsell offers, do you still use video on the back-end part? Is it when I buy, it goes to a an injection page before I hit my checkout? Is there going to be a video on there as well, or is it going to be just regular text copy? Have you noticed one working better than the other, especially coming off of a VSL? Yes, video. When it comes off of VSL, video upsells do usually work better. Yeah, makes sense. It's like a, you asked a question like that last week, maybe about going from like a TikTok video to, you know, a BSL and as opposed to a sales letter. I mean, yeah, people just get in a mode, right? And and you don't want to, it's sort of like a rude jerk to, to pull them into a different mode of reading when they're watching video or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get on a buying spree. <laughs> Hopefully. That's good. All right. Well, a ton of valuable information once again. Do you have a website people can go to that we can just, uh, people probably want to see more of your stuff. Maybe it has some of your writing and how they can get your services and so forth. Yeah. My website is uh, just my name. It's just type in my name, uh, mikepavlish.com. Okay. That sounds really good. Well, I really appreciate this. this is, you know, if you're searching on um, copywriterspodcast.com or on YouTube, uh, Mike has two excellent companion podcasts on sales letters we, he did last year. And this one on VSLs is terrific as well. So thank you for that. Thank you. appreciate it. Oh, yeah. My pleasure. And we'll make sure to have your website linked in the show notes, Mike. Thank you again for coming on. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you head over to copywriterspodcast.com to get more and to find links to Mike's website. And until next time, we will catch you later. We'll catch you later. Before we go, a quick question. Would you like to have me as a guest on your podcast? Let me give you an easy way to contact me about that. We've put up a form on garfinkelmedia.com, and it won't take much more than a minute to fill it out. So if you'd like to have me on your show, just go to garfinkelmedia.com and fill out the form. That's garfinkelmedia.com. Thanks, and see you next time on the Copywriters Podcast. This is the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network.